Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space with West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley. Join the studio here this morning by Amy Williams and uh, Martina and Anna Shane is on the other end of the telephone. And this morning, because um, there's an event coming up in a few weeks' time, actually two weeks' time, um, that uh, Amy is going to chat to us about. But Amy is joining us this morning to try and to try and uh, give us some bit of an idea as to what charismatic renewal is all about and so on and so forth. So thanks indeed for coming in, in, into the studio. Thanks a million, John, for having me. Thank you very much indeed. So charismatic renewal, um, what's that? I suppose, um, John, the best way to describe charismatic renewal is that it's a, a movement of the Holy Spirit within the Catholic Church. Okay. Um, it's been acknowledged by the Pope. Um, it's been acknowledged by Pope John Paul II, said that he was convinced that it was a very important um, component in the renewal of the Church. Mm-hmm. Um, pope Francis was actually responsible for... Um, Charismatic renewal when he was in when he was bishop in Buenos Aires. In Argentina, he was, yeah, okay. in Argentina. Um, interestingly enough, I suppose that really only came out um, following his um, flight home from Buenos Aires Buenos after Aires. the World yeah. Youth, Youth Day. You can remember if yeah. you remember, he gave yeah. an interview on the plane, yeah. and he was asked about charismatic renewal, and he said, "I think, like a lot of people, that he was very skeptical in the beginning, uh-huh. because I suppose some a lot of people have this image of." Uh, people uh, shouting and roaring, waving their hands in the air and then That's falling right. on the ground, slain That's in the spirit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he said really when he got beyond that and he saw what was happening in it, that um, he realised that it was a very important moment for the church. Mm-hmm. And I suppose very much what um, what characterises uh, charismatic renewal is um, that it's an expression of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I suppose the, the Second Vatican Council um, described charisms as graces that were um, freely given by God to sanctify the individual Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they're not just given for the individual they're given um, to enable um, the person to serve others as well so Mm. I like the first part you actually said there excuse me now um, when you mentioned that it's Catholic because some people might be thinking charismatic is Pentecostals and it's Protestants and so on and so forth so no, I mean, the charismatic mm. renewal is very much, um, well, Catholic charismatic mm-hmm. renewal. I mean, there is charismatic renewal in the different other Christian and churches. Yes. Mm. But, I mean, charismatic renewal is very much situated in the heart of the church. Um, it's recognised by the, the Vatican. Mm. I mean, the Pope invites, um, not this year, but uh, last year, uh, he had an, he had a gathering for all the charis- for charismatic renewal in, June, I think, yeah. in for June for Pentecost, yeah, yeah. and again he has invited uh, charismatic renewal to uh, come to Rome again in 2017 for Pentecost Sunday. Beautiful. Um, I suppose really it's characterised by this what we call baptism in the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, again, baptism in the Holy Spirit. I suppose sometimes I think when we make our confirmation, we make it at twelve, uh, and yeah. we are more interested in what cash goes into our pocket than what grace mm-hmm. goes into our heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm. I suppose for me, I see that when I received my baptism in the Holy Spirit, it was an awakening of those gifts of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that I should have received when I was twelve. But here I was at twenty and didn't know one thing about them. Mm. Um, uh, I suppose f- I can only speak from my own experience and from talking to other people. I mean, mm-hmm. things that would have happened to me would have been that it would have awakened, I suppose, a love of church, mm-hmm. uh, a love of scripture, mm-hmm. a great understanding of scripture, um, a willingness to share my faith and become involved in, I suppose, evangelization and speaking about my faith. So those mm-hmm. were the sort of things that that baptism in the Holy Spirit did, did for me. 
And how did you get involved with the, with, with the cosmetic first day? Um, a bit of a long story, John. I'll try to, to okay. shorten it. Uh-huh. Um, I was a student nurse in St. John's Hospital in Limerick okay. at the time when um, the sisters were in charge there. So we were, mm. it was, as I was talking to somebody actually at the weekend about this. It was almost, um, for want of a better word, it was almost a finishing school for girls as well as a school of nursing when yeah, St. John's yeah. I mean, we weren't allowed to wear trousers. We had to have skirts to our knees. Yes, yes, um, uh, you know, uh, it was those sort of days. And uh, um, as part of the end of the... Um, as our coming up to our final exams, the sisters decided to bring um, the f- all the final year students had a retreat. Mm. And um, for our retreat, uh, many of your listeners may know Father John Good. He was he's a member of the Redemptorist community yeah, yeah. Um, in Limerick. He mm. uh, came to our um, to give us our retreat, mm. but he brought with him the. Uh, a prayer group some okay. of the members of a prayer group from mm. Galway they were young young a very young girl and a young group mm-hmm. and I'll always remember there was one girl there and she had beautiful long hair but it was her the joy that was in her heart and her yeah. in her eyes yeah. and I just said to myself I want what she has yeah. mm. and at the end of the, the retreat um, Father John said at the end to the group he mm. said if there's anybody interested here in following this up I'd love to set up a prayer meeting in Limerick for young people will you come and let me know and okay. that was back in 19 1986, John. Wow, that's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did my final exams that year, yeah, and yeah. I lo- always remember going to Galway with him when the rest of my class were really busy studying, and they thought I was off my head. <laughs> yes, and I think yes. probably for most of them, they probably think you're still I probably still am. <laughs> you're in the club. You're in the club. Yeah. But it was yeah. that sense yeah. of the joy and the peace, wow. and that I could see. Yeah. In her eyes. And I want. And I want a bit of that. Lovely, beautiful. So that was the start off of your introduction to charismatic. And so people might say, well, uh, a charismatic prayer meeting, what's involved with it? Charismatic prayer meeting, I suppose the first thing is that when you arrive at charismatic prayer meeting, you will always get a big welcome. Mm. It doesn't matter who you are or where you've come from, you're always welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, Charismatic prayer meeting will start with the time of music. Mm. quality of the music will depend on the, <laughs> the giftedness of the group uh, yes, but yeah. we try yeah. mm. uh, so there'll be a time of prayer and praise there'll mm. be a time of sharing a uh, time of where the bible will be opened and shared and mm. the word will be broken mm. um, and then there'll be also maybe a teaching or somebody will have a particular sharing that it, they'll have prepared for the for the meeting yeah. and then when that's um, when that's over there's the cup of tea afterwards and there's a time of fellowship and Mm. meeting again my um, my own experience about going to sort of prayer meetings was two things number one I really didn't ha- need to know anything about the Bible really to set off with no. I mean I was there uh, and I, I didn't need to have any special gifts there but the welcome was certainly something else the other thing was the total honesty especially when people were sharing their own experiences I think that, that characterizes yeah I think that's that's mm. so important because mm. you you meet people in every w- state of life and in every walk of life and in every situation in life and people are willing to share yeah. and there's an openness to share and an openness to support one another mm. and to mm. pray for one another beautiful so um there's something come up now in about two weeks time isn't that like the 25th 25th is only a week away john oh, it is actually next weekend that's all it's only next weekend john uh we have our um annual uh, limerick conference on uh, the 25th and the 26th of April. Okay. Um, it's going to be on in the Radisson Hotel. We've two days. Two days. The Saturday and Sunday. We're there from 10 o'clock on 
both the Saturday and Sunday morning. And we go through uh, on Saturday night till about, I suppose, about nine o'clock. Um, we have uh, our theme for this year is the word is made flesh. And it's that whole piece of uh, looking at the incarnational aspect of Jesus and how that influences our lives. Um, some of our speakers include, will I keep going, John? Please, yeah, yeah. Some of our speakers include uh, Mary Byrne. Mary Byrne is originally from Limerick, but she was um, living now in County Leitrim. She's chairperson, was chairperson of the National Service Committee, and she's a very prophetic speaker. She has spoken in Limerick many times, particularly at the Maranatha retreats. Oh, yeah. And um, very, very prophetic and very, um, an excellent teacher. Beautiful. I suppose we also in Limerick, we very much um, put an emphasis on the whole uh, ecumenical side of things Mm -hmm. and what we can learn from people of other faiths. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, we have uh, James Armitage, who's a Methodist and a member of the prayer meeting in uh, Nina, and he's going to share some of his story with us. Lovely. And then there's a sister, Bridget. A sister, Mary Bridget Dunley. Yeah. And uh, sister, Mary Bridget, Bridget is a Salesian sister, has been involved in charismatic renewal for many, many years. And again, I suppose for us, it was recognizing um, this being the year of consecrated life. Yes. And wanting to, I suppose, acknowledge that and acknowledge the contribution that charismatic renewal has made to con- uh-huh. consecrated life. Uh, you know, that's one lady who just oozes with joy oh, and, completely. and energy all the time. And I mean, she's not a young lady now, but she's still no. as energetic as she was 20 years ago. <laughs> no, very good. Um, I suppose, interestingly, just on that mm-hmm. as well, we have uh, Father Charles uh, on the Sunday morning. Oh, Father Charles yeah, is a member yeah. of the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal oh, yeah, in, yeah, in, Limerick, yeah. in Limerick. And I suppose trying to take in the whole compass of life we also have brought back Fiona and Ed Collins you're very familiar you know Fiona and Edmund well I do and they've been on the programme members of the Emmanuel community Mm -hmm. so they're coming Mm -hmm. to share a little bit of their more of their story in Limerick on Sunday morning beautiful and I suppose we I I think it's going to be a, a historic event and probably the first event of its of of its kind in Limerick. I might be wrong. Somebody else will probably come and tell me, no, 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 they've done this before. Uh-huh. But we have our new Church of England, Church of Ireland Bishop coming in the afternoon to share the platform with Bishop Brendan Lee. So we have, brilliant. we have Bishop Kenneth Kieran coming in the afternoon uh, with Bish- uh, Bishop Brendan Lee. He will respond Brendan, to yeah. him. I think that I, uh, one of the most beautiful parts of that particular weekend that I, I think is a is on Saturday evening at 7.30. There's a healing service. There is a healing service, John. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, very important part of our... Yeah, I suppose, yeah. really, John, if you look at the whole um, Saturday afternoon, it's actually a whole celebration of healing. We're starting mm. with a reconciliation service that Father Damien Ryan is going to facilitate. Mm-hmm. Um, Father Damien is well-known in charismatic renewal circles, a very good speaker. Uh, he's going to facilitate that session. Mm. Then we have Eucharist, which is, I suppose, the high point of healing mm. in the afternoon. And again, we're very lucky. Um, anybody that looks in our, at our conference timetable says, how do you manage to have four bishops <laughs> in Limerick? That's right, that's right. That's uh, right. And we're so, so lucky to have, yeah. uh, I mean, Bishop Donald has always made himself available to us uh, in charismatic renewal. Uh-huh. And again, he's coming to celebrate Eucharist with us on um on this Saturday, Saturday, afternoon. Saturday afternoon and then on uh, Saturday night we're going to have our healing service which will be the I suppose it'll be more of a reflection John yes. on how the Lord has healed us during the day and guess who's facilitating that who's, John who's doing that have a guess John don't tell me it's Ellen Field no, no it's me it's yourself 
After all these years. After all these years, John. I'm looking me. forward to that now. It's, it's actually very, God works in very mysterious ways, John. You know, oh, I was kind of trying to me. figure out <laughs> how, why did I agree to this? <laughs> and last Saturday, um, it's a story for another day, I had 17 evangelical Americans coming to my house for lunch. Okay, that's an exciting <laughs> time, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they arrived in a 53-seater bus into a small estate, so it was wow. a very interesting afternoon. <laughs> and I was just getting psyching myself up for that, and a lady rang me. She had seen my number on, uh, on, the flyer. on a flyer, ah. and she said, Emer, will you pray for me for healing? I have <laughs> depression. Oh, and you had to. And I had to there and then. But for me, it was a confirmation yes. that me doing the healing service was yes. right. Beautiful. If you can understand that. Beautiful. Shana Martina, have you got any little bit to add there um, yourselves? Or maybe, had you, had you heard about the cosmetic before, Ma- Martina, you had? I had, um, John, yeah. When I was in Kinsale, there was, there, were, there was a group used to travel from, from Carlo. Mm. Uh, I was just talking to Emer about it before the program. But, you know, as, when you were talking there, I was just thinking, like, only for the Spirit of God, mm. none of the five of us would be here. Oh, that's for sure. Because, mm. you know, he's the principal agent of evangelization, mm-hmm. and this mm. program is part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's the Holy Spirit impels us to proclaim the gospel, which we're doing on the, on the, on the program, you know. And I was listening to a lovely talk, um, a guy from Steubenville today, and Thanks. he was talking about our, our Catholic faith, you know. He said, mm. like, the, the two parables that he was sort of uh, linking it to was the um, pearl of great price mm. and um, also the you know that it, like if you were imagine if you were inside in a field and that there was a tri- or, or, and the buried treasure is when mm, there was a treasure yeah. there and that if you didn't know wh- that, that you were there well I mean how much would you have you'd that's have lost right. out that's right. and mm. you know he also said imagine a lady having a string of very very valuable pearls around her neck and she thinking that it was costume jewellery. I mean, she'd shove it into the back of a drawer and she mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. leave it in the toilet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. And she wouldn't mind it and she wouldn't care for it and mm-hmm. she wouldn't be. Whereas, you know, we have that pearl mm-hmm. around our neck. You well, know, I think that's what, that's what I would have felt with my own confirmation that I actually didn't realise yeah. the gifts that I had received yeah. mm-hmm. until I actually, I suppose, through the Charismatic Renewal, explored it more through Life in the Spirit seminars and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing about charismatic renewal, like that the gifts are given to everybody, and then people are people begin to realise that they have been given those gifts by the Spirit, mm-hmm. but those gifts are not for themselves, as you said at the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I suppose, John, what we would, what on my experience, and I suppose I've I've been around quite a while now, mm. um, that you know, you may look around and look at prayer meetings, and you mm. may see that there, you know, the prayer meetings are quite small. But, uh, you know, if I was to stand outside a church on a Sunday morning and see who's the reader, who's the Eucharistic minister, it's very often the people that have mm. been touched mm-hmm. and maybe have have attended a Life in the Spirit mm-hmm. seminar or have attended a prayer meeting for a short period of time and have, had, and have had that awakening of the yeah. Holy Spirit that you were talking about, have realised yeah. the, the treasure that they're holding yeah, in their faith. And they're willing to go the extra mile. And then. they're willing then to yeah. do that. Yeah. You just mentioned their Life in the Spirit seminar. What's that? Uh, Life in the Spirit Seminars is uh, six, I might be wrong, somebody might correct me in this now, but six or seven, somewhere Mm -hmm. along that Mm -hmm. week program. It looks at, um, I suppose, the whole idea is to awaken that gift of faith that we were talking about. It looks at topics such as God is love, salvation, Mm -hmm. gifts Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit, um, sharing your faith, those sorts of topics. A lot of the prayer meetings would run them, I suppose, my dream 
is that we will actually, and I'm, I'm in the process of planning this, that we will actually run um, a session of seminars in the diocese as a diocesan event oh, yeah. as part mm. of the Synod. Be beautiful. Right. Oh, that'd be lovely. Fantastic. As, as, prep, as part of the preparation for Absolutely, Synod. Absolutely, yeah. Looking forward to uh, And Shane, um, you might be able to put some of that information up on the blog in terms of the times and so on and so forth. Sure, no problem, John. I'd better do that. No hassle whatsoever. And so... This Can I just say one more thing about the thing that? before yep. we finish? Mm-hmm. I suppose I just want to say to people that, that um, there's no entrance fee on Saturday or Sunday. Um, mm. People are willing to come and go. We've always trusted that our costs will be covered. Um, I suppose I would hate to think that somebody wouldn't come because they felt... Mm-hmm. Um, Is there a donation box? There's there? a donation box there, but financially uh, we've always managed to cover ourselves in donation. We yeah. don't charge because yes. I would hate for somebody to be sitting at home listening to me on the radio now and saying, oh, I'd love to go to that, but I can't afford to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's Great. never there's never a problem. You're welcome to come for as little as much as you want and there's no charge. Lovely. Good. Now, just to remind us again of the times, it's Saturday, I think it's about 10 a.m. It starts at 10 mm-hmm. and we work through the day um, our with breaks and the one thing and another um, and we have our healing service at half seven and finish after that. And Sunday again we begin at um, 10. Uh, people may be interested in hearing that uh, Bishop Kenneth and Bishop uh, Leahy, they're coming at 2.30 and we finish then with on Sunday with Eucharist at 5, hopefully finish around 6, 6.30. And this takes, uh, takes place in the Radisson Blue Hotel? Blue Hotel. Um, my number is available um, if people want it. Um, 087-278-5006 and I'm sure that Shane would put that up on the blog as well if people are looking to make contact with me about it. So that's 087-278-5006. And of course, if they want to stay the night and book into the hotel, the number of the Radisson is 061-456-200. And again, John, the Radisson are very good to us out there. I can't, Mm. um, I mean, I'll be quite honest with you, they give us the hall for free. There's no place else. There's no place else. I mean, I can't commend them enough out there. They're so accommodating. They will bend over backwards for us and they do give us a special rate. So if you're looking to book um, and the Saturday night in the hotel, just mention to them that you're coming to the conference and you will get a cheaper rate. Isn't that very good? And the theme of the conference again is... The word is made, made flesh. flesh. Is, is made flesh. I like that. So now it's time to go out with a bit of music. And this time we got a little bit of charismatic music. And this one is entitled... Here I Am to Worship. Again, uh, a lovely worship and praise song for us this morning, John. Let's go for that one. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see.
sin upon that cross. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.